Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Biz for Good Show. Welcome, I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the ladies and gentlemen in the house, Ryan Pilkington. Ryan Pilkington, welcome to the show, Ryan. Yo. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> oh, we've got a show for you today. I'm so excited. I don't know why. I'm just excited. I'm jazzed up. This is going on five years on the Biz for Good show, and we've just... We've had so many amazing, fun, cool guests, and of course, today is no different. We have an amazing guest today. I'm excited to get her on the show and talk about some cool, cool, cool stuff, life-changing stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Tell us about the show today, Ryan. What are we, what are we doing today? Yeah, so I've been messing up the past couple times, so <clears throat> I will try to redeem myself at this moment. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, today we have Joan Melendez, a passionate patient advocate since her teens, and her purpose is through her healthcare startup, Accelerate UDI. You may ask, what is Accelerate UDI, people? It is the partnering and advancing in UD, unique device identifier adoption that helps healthcare providers improve medical devices and biological compliance to reduce the patient risk at point of care. Saving lives, Saving baby. Lives. Saving lives. That's what we're talking about. And today, today's title of the show is The Atrocities in Healthcare Led Me to Saving Lives with Joe Melendez. So there you go. I hope I redeem myself. <laughs> Joe, Ooh, I hope I so... can live up to that introduction. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do amazing. She's going to do great. Really Thank quickly, you. folks, we want to talk really fast about the checklist. We talk about the checklist all the time, the Biz for Good Show checklist. We want you to go to Biz for Good Show. That's biz, B-I-Z, the number four, goodshow.com, and download the checklist. What is the checklist? The checklist is to get you in a biz for good mindset and to be ultra successful. We totally believe and we know the more good you do in the world, the more successful you will become. You, you will become. Mm-hmm. So get the checklist. The whole checklist is just for you to download. There, there are different weeks and different things for you to, to check. So you do service. You, you come from a space of love. You get real with people. Be, people want to do business with people they know, like, and trust. Get real with people. Take accountability. The second you take accountability, your whole world will change. And of course, grow and connect and make better relationships. Make real relationships. Don't go out to the networking meetings just trying to find that person you can sell stuff to. Make real relationships. And we guarantee you, you will be more successful. We are both entrepreneurs, business people. The more good I do, the more clients I get, the more happy employees I have, the better the whole freaking world is. Dang it, Ryan. <laughs> That's, wow. All right, I'll just go. 
Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, let's get Crayley on the show. Joan, we're introducing <laughs> Joan to the show. Joan. Joan. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. We're excited. We're excited. We've been talking a little bit and kind of getting to know Joan and already can tell an amazing human being with a spirit and a passion you know this freaking huge you can tell her heart is like this giant <laughs> you can just feel it from her so we're excited to have you on the show and talk and 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 kind of know what's going on with joan and what where you're coming from and just ah. anyway mm. yes i'll shut up ryan is there anything <laughs> no we're good we're good uh, i say we just jump right into jump the right in. no hundred dollars Oh wait! Oh, oh yeah, we both. Okay, yeah. I, I could say that to the end, but uh, no. Well, mm. oh, you know mm. what? This is what we're gonna a do. Teaser, a little teaser. We are doing a hundred dollar challenge today. What that means is we are giving away a hundred dollar crisp hundred dollar bill today, or a check or something. However, we get it to you. I, I don't know what that means, but it will be one hundred dollars there's no catch this is just a hundred dollars free anybody out there listening if you're listening to the show you will get a hundred dollars if you do whatever we say at the end of the show yeah at the end of the show <laughs> i mean it, it, this is legit no catch if you're looking to make a hundred dollars today you will if you do what we ask you to do at the end of the show today so, um, be hundred bucks, hundred bucks on the line. All you got to do is listen to this amazing human being, Joan, to the end, and then we will tell you how to get that hundred bucks. Dun 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 Joan so Melendez, amazing human. We we just want to we want to get to know you first. We ask people this question: What does Biz for Good mean to you? Why does it mean something to you? When in your life did it become? When did you find you know your world, your passion, your life, whatever, yeah, you know, whatever that means to you, Joan? Yes, yes, thank you. So my world um, came into fruition when I was in my late teens, um, seeing how, uh, you know, getting people ready for hospital admissions and then seeing this lovely man um, who had uh, needed surgery but could have been postponed for a little bit. Um, it, it didn't need to be, you know, that day or the next day because he had to be medically cleared for surgery. He had fallen and broken his hip. So I saw this lovely man um, die as a result of uh, not waiting um, for the proper time uh, for his surgery. And it's all about you know, communication um, for patients and for the providers. So that's how I got started in the medical side of really um, trying to bridge that, that um, understanding and knowledge and being that patient advocate um, and also nurse advocate uh, to make sure that the nurses knew what they were using in the operating room and how it could affect a patient's outcome. Wow. I, so, what? yeah, you said you were how old? You were 16? I was 19. 19? 19. And you mm -hmm. were a, a nurse at the time, or you, you were? 
I was going through my training as a medical assistant. So I'm a certified medical assistant. Um, I never went through uh, RN training. Ah. Um, at that point, it was heartbreaking for me, you know. Um, and that's when uh, computerized systems were coming into more play. It was just at the beginning of that. So that's when I decided to take where I knew my talents could go of, of the information prevention, you know, of, of helping the providers um, know, you know, what to be aware of uh, concerning that patient before they had surgery. You know, um, this guy wasn't medically clear, he had a cardiac problem. Um, so, you know, how we can get that communication, not only for the medical clearance, but fast forward to today's date where we really have to make sure those medical devices that we're using and implanting into people are safe uh, and effective. So, you what, know, we're, 19 years old, that's... Yeah, and you just had, this is my life, this is what I'm put on this earth to do. Yeah, and yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 59 now, so it's 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 been a journey. Wow! No way, you're not 59. That's not true. There's no. Yeah. Way. <laughs> Call the bluff. Call the bluff. <laughs> so at 19, you yeah. realized this was that you were gonna make a difference. You saw this person, and you said, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm I'm one human being. I mean, what what made you think you could make a difference? Um, I know that I love communication and I am a, I, I feel like I'm a master of communication, you know. Um, I've been through that school of hard knocks and I know how I can at least get people to understand how they need to start looking at, um, at information in order to, to determine whether or not um, they should proceed with, you know, like a, a surgical event or something like that. So we're gonna we're gonna have to find about, out about how that works. Yeah, but yeah. did you did you go to like an administrator and say I have some ideas? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. So because unfortunately he passed, I encouraged the family to um, uh, go to the hospital and create you know a, what's called a sentinel uh, ask for a sentinel event. So what they do is they look at everything about that surgery. You know why? Why was he rushed into surgery? Mm. Um, you know, it was only a hip. You know, people can live with broken hips for weeks. Um, you know, so you know, getting that awareness and getting people to talk and communicate about what is you know, I have a bad hip. I need to have it replaced. Um, I have a bad hip, but it's it's I'm still active, right? So if I'm still active you know, and I want to be active, uh, there are different hip replacement um, uh, systems that you can get. You know, if you're just sedentary, there's a system for that. If you want to be able to be active, you know, so people need to understand that it's not just um, what the doctor is comfortable using, but what is best for you. Why is that doctor recommending that particular system? You know, so it, again, it goes back to that communication, because I don't think people really realize that they have a choice in in what the system is being you know what is being used on, on them yeah i mean you just take the doctor's word because he's the doctor yeah yeah well yeah yeah you know. and you know and if you look at um recalls for example of medical devices there was an 800 percent increase in two years and between 2016 and 2018 hmm. you know if you look at the fda data on on recalls um it's it's on average 72 days behind mm -hmm. in notifications so you know there are items being used that are recalled 
and it's just because the notification hasn't gotten there yet, right? So it's like, how can we do that prevention? So that's that's where you know I took that fast forwarding, you know, back when the beginning when um, we were just starting to be able to communicate by fax, <laughs> you know, and and high by, tech back then, high tech back then, right? So you know, fast forward to now where. Um, the government, um, you know, said to medical device manufacturers, "Hey, you guys need to be more innovative." So we have more medical devices coming on that are based on um, older versions that they're bypassing um, uh, some of the 510K processes because they're, you know, they're they're basically getting grandfathered in on these new devices. So again, how do patients know that, you know? How do nurses know really what's what they're using, handing off to surgeons, um, in, into the uh, into the operating theater? So how does that? Where do, is it a company? It's a software? Is it? Yeah. So how does how does you know the atrocities? You you recognized you know what was going on? And you said, hey, I've got to do something. So what have you actually? What have you created? I I, I kind of want to because I don't understand what that is. Is, right. it, is it a system? Is it something it's that soft, the, it's an application? It's an so, app. It's that an simple. App. It's a software yeah, it's, that it's hospitals a, use. A hospitals and, and providers use. Yes, that they can go in and just by using a barcode scanner, they can scan any medical device we use. So UDI in 2018, the government recognized that you know it, they recognized earlier, but they finally got you know. Uh, to where they put the UDI into um, into play into a regulatory uh, requirement. So, what do you mean uh, UDI? Just UDI so the listeners... is a unique device identifier for medical devices. Ah, unique. Yes, device. yeah, unique device I said identifiers. It in the intro. Oh, right, that's right. because but it's kind of like a reference number or your VIN number, right? Ah. So when you when you're driving your car, your VIN, if you need to do something about that car you will automatically get a postcard even if you owned that car 10 years ago yep. <laughs> you know what i mean because they they track you to that VIN. so the same thing was really needed for medical devices there isn't there wasn't anything until the udi the unique device identifiers so now on all medical devices there are barcodes on medical devices now on the packaging um, so that when we use these in the operating room we scan them prior to use. And what our application does is when we're scanning that, it reads that barcode, it validates it, makes sure it's not counterfeit, mm. and it makes sure it's not recalled or expired. I've been in hundreds of operating rooms where hand were handed off to the field were expired items. Wait. I walked out with bag full. <laughs> I and, know. and you said counterfeit. Yeah, that flagged uh, wait me a too. Minute. Are you telling me that there are counterfeit surgical devices out there that No, oh, there's there was surgical cement last year. Oh my You can't take cement out. Oh my god. You know, so and and the good thing with our app um and it, we're the only one that actually does this is we program into our system so that the minute they go to scan that device we and we train the nurses on reading the barcodes we train them on everything you know to validate to make sure that it is a legitimate item because when you looked at that cement it looked just like the real product wow. the only difference was was there was lot number discrepancies wow 
Right. And I mean, and now we have Who to look knew? at COVID. Dude, those people yeah. should be arrested. Biz, biz well, for bad. Yeah. <laughs> and COVID introduced a big, big hole. Oh my we gosh. have these EUAs, right? Emergency use authorizations. It says, hurry um, up. You can just go use it. You can go ahead and use it, right? So remember, Pfizer is on an EUA. I'm sure you guys have heard EUA. Um, yeah, so don't, emergency we don't watch the use news. authorization. You don't watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> so Pfizer has, you know, every every single drug has an emergency use authorization until they are, are until they are granted um, full authorization. Then they drop off of the EUA. Uh, but when we look at the masks and the PPE, right? A lot of those came into the country last year because we were running out. We ran out, right? So when they were flooding in, the FDA granted these companies emergency use authorization. Mm -hmm. Since then, a lot of them have been removed from the market. But if I go onto like um, a website for uh, acupuncturists, I'll see a recalled item for sale on that particular resource. Mm -hmm. Because again, it's how do, how do you know that that emergency use authorization was removed for that manufacturer? Wow. You wouldn't unless you've no, got your you, app. You don't. Unless you have your app. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, and, and we made it easy. You know, we actually developed another um, application called UDI Clearinghouse. So, if you go to udiclearinghouse.com, um, what we have there is we've taken all of the FDA databases for medical devices for the recalls. There are over 13 medical device recall databases at the FDA. So, and they don't all have the same data, right? So we've taken all of the data sets from the FDA and combined it into one usable um, application, uh, a portal, you know, so that uh, anyone can go and look and see all the recalls for any medical device. And we go, you know, we don't restrict. If you go to the FDA, you get 500. That's all you get. You get a return of 500. Same thing with COVID, right? With the adverse events for the vaccines, you would be surprised to see uh, the number of adverse events that we're not hearing about and the number of deaths um, from, the, from the vaccines. It's not the vaccine that's unsafe. It's the um, handling, it's that emergency use authorization and how you know, we're, we're hmm. handling that medication. Wow. So. Hmm. There's a lot to go into medical devices and drugs and biologics. You know, people um, don't really realize, um, you know, what really is happening out there. And again, the FDA, um, you know, they're broken into st different divisions. So medical devices is handled one way. Biologics are handled a different way. Drugs are handled a different way. So, you know, we have that UDI, that unique device identifier on medical devices. We don't have it on tissue. Hmm. We're asking them to put it on tissue because it makes it safe. Mm -hmm. The nurse can scan that barcode, parse all the information about that appliance or that tissue or whatever they're using, and they can parse everything that's on the package. But again, we're also validating, making sure it's not recalled or expired. Wow, it's it's interesting because it's it's something so simple but so huge. Yeah. So simple, so huge. Yeah. So huge. I, you know. I, I, that's. I'm, yeah. I'm always and if amazed. We look, <laughs> and if we look at today, I, I can you know, like um, here I'm going to show you guys. So what I'm showing here, this is just 
sample labels of um, of how we would how we safely protect patients for for immunizations. What we want to, what you're supposed to do, if you again, if you look at that emergency use authorization, when you are preparing uh, the syringes, each vial has multiple syringes. So you know when when you look at the Pfizer vials and the Moderna and the Johnson and Johnson, you can get between five to twelve, depending on which product you're using, um, syringes out of that particular device, uh, out of that particular vaccine. And one of the things that the EUA states is that you have to label the syringe with the date and time of the first draw out of that vial because. After six hours, that is no longer good. Mm. You have to throw that away. So, you know, I, the other part too, is you're supposed to get an instruction, um, they're, they're called um, an IAS, uh, immunization, um, I'm sorry, uh, information um, fact sheet, IFS, information fact sheet. And I didn't get one when I just had my vaccine. I mm. was also, you're supposed to be also told about V-safe. I wasn't told about V-safe. You know, I thank God I had no adverse events. But what we do with our system is we we want to make sure that the patient is aware too, not only the provider. So on the on the vaccine, what they do is we put both of these barcode labels on the patient's vaccine. One goes right to the CDC website about that medication, and the other one is for reporting adverse events. We're, we make this so hard on people and we shouldn't be. So that's one of the things that we're trying to do in order to, wow. you know, that's advance awesome. communication. You know, shows like this are great because you didn't know about um, the medication. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. And when you're looking at just even the vaccine uh, for Pfizer, for example, there's a diluent that's added to it. And a lot of people didn't know that, you know, so there's 0.9% sodium um, chloride that's added to the vial, um, and then it has to be inverted. You can't shake, <laughs> you know. So there's these different <laughs> instructions that have to be followed um, in order for you to safely have that vaccine. Again, the vaccines are safe. They didn't have any problems with them during trials, right? But we're starting to see these adverse events after, you know, like there was 1,400 people who got air. They didn't get anything. <laughs> and then there was the Oakland fiasco where, you know, they got the wrong dose. That wouldn't happen if you were following the emergency use authorization and making sure that the syringes were labeled when wow. they're pulled from the vial. That's amazing. I, I just, <laughs> you don't, you, you know, as a layman that's not in medical world or whatever, you just don't think, you think, oh, the medical people have got it all figured out. They know no. exactly, you know, my <laughs> life is in their hand because they know what they're doing, yeah. right? They try. I mean, everybody tries, but again, it's that information. So yeah. how are we training these vaccinators, right? That's, you know, that's cool. The vaccinator that gave me my injection, she had no idea. Oh, gee. Wow. And, and she was not expecting to encounter me either. So. <laughs> uh oh. You're like, uh, you, you shook it. You shouldn't have shook it. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Did wow. you invert it? So. And then, then the Johnson and Johnson has different instructions, right? They're all different. Wow. Well, my wife's scheduling my vaccine right now, and so any suggestions? 
<laughs> yeah, I want to make sure that you guys all read the instructions for the, the information about it that you should, right? You go to the CDC website, there's one on the Moderna vaccine, there's one the, on the Pfizer, and we can put those, I'll send those to you guys so you can put them in the comments section. Do that, yes, send us all that and we'll put it in the yeah. show notes for sure. Yeah, because it's important. It, again, it goes back to why this all started. I want to do no harm. I want to make sure that what what can I do to help my nurses make sure they can go home at night? They work so hard during the day. They're, they don't, you know, a lot of times you don't even get a break during, you know, during oh, surgery. So true. You're, I, you're there for nine, ten hours. You know, I, you barely get a bathroom break. I think you know? nurse the nursing industry, nurses just, they, they, they are heroes, just unbelievable human beings. Because I know I could not do what they do. I, I, can't, I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just can't. And I'm so grateful that there are people in this world that do what they do. Because uh, yeah. ah, they're, they're the heroes, the true heroes of, of, of this earth, in my opinion. Cool. La last thing. Can we, can we ask for a, a gold nugget tidbit for the, the listeners? Something you can give the listeners that they can uh, take with them. Yes, I want. I want everyone. <laughs> I'm going to be a nag about the vaccines. Very I was good. Really, <laughs> you know, the CDC, the scientists. They. I mean, I can't go. I can't say enough about how I appreciate everything the scientists and the doctors have done. So there's some really good data out there at the CDC website. Just make sure before you go have your immunization that you follow the information. Like a friend of mine. Scheduled his vaccine, but he just had immunizations just six days ago. It states clearly on the um, uh, the emergency use authorization that you should not have a, an immunization within, you know, I think it's 15 days or so prior to your vaccine. Oh, wow. You know, please be aware. You know, it, it's a great thing to do. Get your shot. I want everybody to get their shot, but I also want you to be aware of the inf of you know of what you're putting in your body you know are you taking zyrtec are you taking any antihistamines look at what it says on the cdc website about you know drugs that you may be on prior to going and getting that immunization you want to reduce any potential side effect that you could have wow yeah there was a lady in utah that passed away from the vaccine apparently a couple of days and again later. it's not the vaccine or, how was it getting it uh, how was it administered <laughs> yeah sorry, sorry did it did it stay within the time limits yeah. you know if if i look at all of the data on the cdc website on vars which is the vaccine adverse event uh database I, we actually export that because they are so far behind and wow. again you can only get x amount of records but as i'm looking at that data and analyzing that record those that data I can trace it to a lot number if it's been reported hmm. um, and that's why this is important to label syringes because we want to know what lot number because uh, it could be traced back to was it handled misappropriately was it shaken was it um, you know was it out of the freezer for too long hmm. um, you know so there are certain things did, you know what did you have a pre-existing condition like when you have advanced allergies you know if you're using like an EpiPen or something like that uh, there, the studies are still ongoing about people with with allergies and the and the COVID vaccine. Wow. That's one of the questions that they are asking when you go and have your immunization. Whoa! So please be aware. Please make sure you're informed um, on your health care. Uh, wow! 
Yeah. This has been a great show. This yeah. has been really, really good information and kind of opened our eye, opened my eyes, I should say, to to we should pay more attention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to just about it, just to everything. But jo- Joan, thank you so much for for being on the show. Can is there any links or anything that that we can uh, uh, put on to, to to people can get a hold of you with questions or anything like that? Yes, they can definitely uh, reach me at joan at excelrateudi.com um, or come through the clearinghouse, um, udiclearinghouse.com, and uh, always reach out. Info at Accelerate or info at UDI Clearinghouse. We are 100% here to help um, make sure people are informed. Wow. And Accelerate starts with an X, not an E. Yeah, X-C-E-L-R-A-T-E-U-D-I.com. Awesome. Awesome. Well, cool. Oh, I guess we're at the end of the show. We should probably tell people how they make $100. Or one. We're only, let's make this clear. We're only giving away $100 (laughs) to one person. And what does that person have to do, Ryan, today? Uh, The first person that uh, emails us, we love the show, or we listen to the show. Probably we listen to the show. And I want my $100. I want my $100. I want my $100. (laughs) And they or email, you can pay it forward. Or you can pay it forward. Yeah. And and the we want you to send it to a specific email address. We want you to send it to the info at bizforgoodshow.com address. Info at B-I-Z, the number four, goodshow.com. The first person that we get an email from saying, I love the Biz for Good Show. I want my $100. Uh, we will do it. But there's a catch, right? One catch is you 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 got to be on the show. You got to come and say, "Hey, I got my hundred dollars," so we can prove that we gave away a hundred dollars, right? Yep, that's virtually or in studio. We prefer in studio. Yeah, virtual or in studio. If you're in Utah, we would love for you to come to the studio and have you in studio to hand you a hundred dollar bill. If if it's if it's if you're outside, then we'll send you a check or some some crap like that. But there's no catches here. This is a hundred bucks. We're just giving you a hundred dollars. So. So first person to email us on the date that it comes in, boom, when it comes into the email, you get it. We'll contact you and tell you what's going to go on, when we're going to have you on next time. Uh, and we're going to do this until it happens. You, we don't know if anybody live is going to do it. So even if this comes out in two weeks, uh, first person to send us the email that gets because some people just think things are catches and they just don't do it. Right. Yeah. Now, what's the email again? Info at bizforgoodshow.com. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we're going to wrap it up, Ryan? Yeah, thanks so much for being on the show, Joan. We really appreciate you. you and so good. Spending Thank some time you. Coming from Seattle. Thanks for having me. Is that right? Seattle? Yep. Seattle, Washington. That's Seattle. why I'm the polar, polar fleece stuff here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we thanks so much. Yeah, we always end the show with a hashtag be good, do good. We say it three times, we get louder and crazy on the third time. You can join us if you'd like, Joan, or Or you can just look at us and think, Oh my gosh, she's crazy people. <laughs> or if you're driving Yell if you're driving, this is a good way to get out some energy and start to feel a little bit better. <laughs> Anyways, here we go. Hashtag be good do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
that's a wrap. Boom. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington, this is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go. Go.